0: Louisa Rise is fighting for the batting title as the Twins look ahead to the season finale Wednesday with a 77 and 84 record. Let's break it all down on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins, your daily Minnesota Twins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, October 4th. And I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Again, this is Nash Walker. Been hosting this podcast on a daily basis for three seasons. Been writing about the twins at twinsdaily.com for four seasons. Luisa Rise is in prime position to win the batting title. We're going to talk about what that would mean for Louie. It's not done yet he's got a four-point lead over Aaron Judge with one game to play. I don't know if Judge is going to play Wednesday. He was pulled after hitting home run number 62 Tuesday night. It's a meaningless game for the Yankees on Wednesday. They got a playoff series to look ahead or a playoff race, hopefully, uh, in their case. Not for, not for the Twins' sake. They don't want the Yanks to win. Never. But uh, I don't know if Judge is going to play Wednesday. I, I don't know if Louie's going to play Wednesday. We'll see. He's been super dinged up with the hamstring, uh, dealing with that for, as we knew, a lot of the second half so we'll see if he plays but he's in prime position either way to win the batting title if, if both of them play and louie goes oh for four and judge goes four for four like it's possible at that point that they tire it's very close but uh Louis is about 85 90 95 percent to win in that range right now to win the batting title and it does mean it means a lot on a personal level i think the batting title for me it's not as important maybe as it once was, and it's certainly not as important as it once was, I think, to to baseball. Like, I just don't think it's something that that people place as much emphasis on because we know you can have an empty batting average. You can have a really high batting average and just be like a slap-hitting singles hitter. And there's still value to that, but we know that taking away, you know, 20 points of batting average and adding 20 points of on-base percentage, it's almost the same impact. Or you know, 50 points of slugging percentage, like that's more valuable than the average because it doesn't tell you the whole story. But for Luis Arise, he's always backed it up with the on base percentage. And that's my next question. I'm not anti batting average. I'm okay, tell me your batting average. And then tell me back it up with other numbers. Like what else do you do? Do you like Paul Goldschmidt? Paul Goldschmidt hits hits for a super high average, and he hits for power Aaron Judge is second to Louis right now in the batting race, and he also hits for ridiculous power. He's slugging like 700 this year. So what else do you do? And I want to know that. For Louis, he gets on base. He's gotten on base since he came up in 2019, and that's really where his journey started. And when I was starting to get into Twins content in 2019, the Louisa Rise storyline, for as many good storylines as there were that year, there were 40 games above 500 that year, Louisa Rise might have been the best because this was this power late in lineup, they would go on to set the home run record. And you had this, (laughs) Luis arise, this little stocky, you know, 22 year old kid who they called up. He was the 15th to 20th range prospect in the organization. They call him up. He hit right away and he just never stopped. And this is season four for him. And he has not stopped. And it's special because we saw this in 2019. We saw right away with him. This guy has the, he'll have a chance to win a batting title. Like clearly with the way that his approach the way that he hits, his his off-fields, La Regadera, the sprinkler. He brings everything to the table that you would want from somebody who would win a batting title or that, that you would expect to win a batting title. And it's, it's going to be special. It's not over, but I, I predict that he will win it on Wednesday, and it's going to be special because he proved a lot of people right, and he proved some people wrong who said he's a flash in the pan. This is Danny Santana. You know, there were comparisons to – Danny Santana after Luis Arise's rookie year, because Danny Santana had a great rookie year. And people were like, well, Danny Santana had a great rookie year. Let's see what Luis Arise does. Luis Arise is in season four. He's reached 10 wins above replacement. He's 25 years old, and he's on his way to a batting title in an all-star season. It's legit. He's legit. So everything we saw in 19, that was real. You know, this is who he is, and he's a really special hitter. Nineteen the numbers were off the charts, but everybody's offensive numbers were off the charts. If you look at in comparison to the rest of the league, he's having a career year he's an all star you know he's on his way to the batting title it's special for him, and I know it means a lot to him, and it should because he wants to be i don't I hesitate to use best hitter because he's not the best hitter in the league. Aaron judge is the best hitter in the American league this year, so that's that's another misconception. winning the batting title does not mean you're the best hitter in the league. It means you hit for the highest average like you had the most hits divided by at-bats on the season, and that's special. It's special for Luis Arise. It's special because we've watched him grow as a player into this career year, and it's been a rough second half. He's been dinged up. He hasn't performed super at a super high level, but he did in the first half, and he was incredible, and he's done enough over the last couple of weeks to earn it. He's earned this batting title. He's earned it, and again, it's not over, but – he, he's been awesome and i think this is special for him i think it's uh it's special for twins fans because there is something to at least watch in the last couple of days and it's Luis arise and i love to celebrate personal accomplishments personal achievements don't let the team sucking you know take away from Luis arise in the year he's had you know don't let the team sucking take away from you Duran in the year he's had it's it's a positive on its own he's a positive on his own and he's Everybody loves Luis Ariz. Like I I want to know, I want to hear from a Twins fan who doesn't like Luis Ariz. I just that he might be the only player in the last, you know, decade plus. It shouldn't be that way for a lot of guys, but I think he's one of the only guys who everybody loves. Everybody loves him. Everybody thinks he's super valuable. Everybody wants him at the top of the lineup. Everybody loves watching him play cuz he loves the game and he's an awesome hitter and I think he's going to be the batting champ Wednesday, which is special and I'm excited to I'm excited to break that down further Wednesday after he clinches the batting title. I'm confident Luis Surize is going to win the batting title. I'm confident of it. The twins are going to finish within five games of their 2021 record. Let's look at the last five seasons. Let's accumulate those numbers and let's look at the kind of squad we're looking at today over the last five years. Let's do that. Describe the second half. Giovanni Moran looked good again tonight. And then uh, opening day Eve versus finale Eve. The differences we feel Tonight than what we felt April 6th, 2020. Well, I guess it was April 7th for the Twins opening day. Got pushed back 2022. We're going to get to all of that after this word from bet online. Football season is here. I don't know if you know, but the Minnesota Vikings are three and one and BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Again, so many games to play. It's not just the NFL. There's college football. Hoops is coming. The Wolves preseason. The Wild preseason. They're going to get going here pretty soon. You're going to want to play at betonline.net. So it's not just football. I mentioned MMA, boxing, golf, everything you're looking for, not just lines, odds. It's news, podcast scores, everything. Betonline.net. It is where the game starts. The Twins will finish within five games of their 2021 record this year. They lost 79 games in 2021. They've already banked 74 losses in 2022. If you would have told me that at the beginning of the September, I would have been just shocked, just shocked by that. Within five games, you realize like 2021 was so bad on so many levels. Like that was such a painful year, but given the expectations, such a painful year, this team's going to be within five games of that team. The path was so different, but it's a similar finish. If they lose Wednesday to the White Sox, that's four more wins than they had in 2021. Even if they win. That's five more wins than they had in 2021. That ain't really an improvement. Like, that's nothing to celebrate about. They won 73 games. They're going to win either 77 or 78 this year. Let's look five years back. 2018, they finished 78 and 84. If they win Wednesday, they will finish 78 and 84. So they'll be within one game of their record in 2018. In 2019, they went 101 and 61, okay? COVID season in 2020, they went 36 and 24. Last year, they went 73 and 89, and right now they're 77 and 84. So, pending Wednesday's result, the Twins over the last five seasons combined in the regular season have 365 wins and 342 losses. You might be wondering, what does that mean? That's an 84 win team. Not even, it's like an 83 and a half win team over the last five seasons combined. That is with a season where they went. 40 games above 500. They were 40 games above 500, and their average over the last five seasons is barely an above average 500 team. So what does that tell you? What's the outlier here? What year was the outlier? 2019, the home run hitting year. The Bomba Squad was the outlier here, and it's so painful to think that way because the hope and, in some ways, the expectation was this is a... 2019 was just the start. 2019 was the start of... This group finally coming together. You know, Sano had a great year. Kepler had a great year. Polanco had an all-star season. Buxton was incredible in the half season he played. This was it. You know, Jose Brios was very good. They're all finally coming together. This wave of talent. This These prospects we've been waiting for forever. Twins were awful, you know, for five-plus years. We've been waiting for this for a long time. And it finally came together, and it was beautiful. And you had Nelson Cruz, and you had Jonathan Scope hitting homers and CJ Crone. It came together. Mitch Garver, another prospect who came up and just was awesome. It was finally coming together. That's the start. Now they all they got to do is supplement, right? Go out and supplement. You got your guys. Your Eddie Rosario was great, too. You got your guys. Let's go in for another round in 2020. COVID season. They won the division, but they weren't very impressive, especially offensively. And then the last two years have just been flops overall. Like If you look at the overall records, they've been flops. 18 was a flop. In the last two seasons were flops. The COVID year, we'll never know. Like, it's, it's always going to be hard to evaluate the COVID year. They pitched very well, but everybody in the central divisions pitched well because they only played each other, and the offenses in those divisions struggled. Is it, you know, chicken before the egg? Was it good pitching? Was it good hitting? Probably a little bit of both. Or was it good pitching, bad hitting? Probably a little bit of both. I don't know how you can evaluate the COVID season, though, for the Twins. Like, I, we'll never know. If they would have played a full season with that roster, what would have happened? But I can only imagine they'd be closer to the teams we've seen over the last two years than they would have been the 2019 club. And the the COVID year also impacted development. No question. Impacted development for a lot of their guys, a lot of their young starters, a lot of their prospects. So that impacted things. But what I'm looking at here is a team that is an 83 and a half win team over the last five seasons combined. And in the playoffs, they are 0 and 5. 0 and 5 in the playoffs in that span, too. It's got to get better. It's got to get better. Like, there was benefit of the doubt even a little bit after last year because they had won the division two years in a row and because there was less of a sample size after 2019. Now we have full samples. We have two and a half seasons. You call a COVID season a half season. Two and a half seasons that were less than stellar, and two were actually poor. Like, two were poor the COVID season. They won the division, but, again, it's hard to evaluate. The last two seasons overall, Poor, disappointing. So we have more sample after 2019 and the year before 2019 than we do that 2019 was real. So we have more evidence showing that it wasn't much more now than we do that that was, it was real, but that that was sustainable, that that was the step, that was the first step to a winning window, they called it. We don't know if the window's open, they said, before 2019. And then after 2019, Derek Falvey and Thad Levine said, I can feel the breeze. I believe that was the quote. I can feel the breeze coming through the window now. It wasn't a window. You know, it wasn't a window now. We we know that. We saw that the 2019 was an outlier in these last five seasons. They made the Walker game in 2017, but I'm looking at the last five years combined. And 19 was unquestionably the outlier in those five years, which sucks. That We were hoping that wasn't the case, and it sucks. And the second half has sucked. The second half has been a lot of things for the Twins. Because if you would have told me that they're going to finish within at least five games, you know, or at most, I guess five games from their 2021 record. If you told me that September 1st, I would be, I would laugh. So there's no way they can't have that bad of a September. They did. It's been maddening more so at the beginning of the month when we were still invested in this thing. Sad. It's been sad to watch play out. It's been sad to see guys get hurt completely out of the race. They've been dead now for weeks. They haven't even, they've played awful baseball now since they were eliminated Uh, It's been kind of a joke, like you you want to laugh at them sometimes because it's so bad, like the infield defense, the outfield. It's been a comedy and it's been meaningless. This is meaningless baseball again in the in the season finale. This game doesn't matter. I, I was convinced in the middle of the summer when this was kind of playing out in the central. I was convinced that these games in Chicago would matter one way or the other not even maybe not even for the twins but as spoiler for the white Sox, these games are meaningless and all of these games for the twins for the last three weeks have been meaningless and that's i'm sick of that like i'm i'm done with that where the season's over before you're even close to the finish line like weeks and weeks before you even get to that final series the season is over that's two years in a row of that they haven't won a playoff game in the last five years they haven't won a playoff game since 2006 it's ugly like this is ugly this is not good enough this is not good enough and it's it's been a very very frustrating second half and then there's that apathy and that's the worst possible thing is when people just stop caring i mean people really tuned out in the second half last year for the twins and like i understood that that's that's the most frustrating thing i personally would rather see people like outwardly upset i think than people not saying anything at all like just give it's almost worse like they used to tell you when you were a kid if you if your teacher or your mom or your dad, if they stop reprimanding you when you do something wrong, if they stop telling you that you need to correct it you're that's when you're actually in trouble because they just they've given up <laughs> you know they've given up on you, and the fans a lot of fans have given up on the twins for the second year in a row now, and that's why their attendance numbers are so low you know that's why people are frustrated and it's it's upsetting it's been an upsetting second half. go back to I mentioned April 7th, 2022, opening day eve, and I was sitting maybe a couple of days before opening day, but I, I recorded a podcast like my twin season preview, and I was so hopeful about the season. I was like, okay, if they can get 120, 130 games out of Byron Buxton, they got Correa on the roster. We got these young starters coming, you know, Jordan Balazovic and Josh Winder and, you know, Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober awesome down the stretch last year. I was so hopeful and a lot of twins fans I think were hopeful mostly because of the Correa Buxton duo and because Polo was so good last year and they had Luis rise and they had this, this group offensively that seemed dynamic like Alex Kirloff was back. He was going to do some damage. Royce Lewis came into the picture in May and there was a lot of excitement. I think the twins were 27 and 16 was their high point of the season. There was a lot of excitement. And then fast forward to tonight, tonight on October 4th, 2022, we are on the eve of the season finale, and it is dead quiet. It's, it's dead silent. There's no hope to be found. There's no anticipation. There's no anxiety. There's no excitement. There's no anything. There's nothing. And that, is, that, that sound of silence is deafening. That's, that's deafening. And it should be for this front office. It should be for ownership that we are sitting here again on the eve of the finale, looking ahead to a, a final game that does not matter. And I am I am sick of getting very excited about opening day and the possibilities. I'm going to do it again. I do it every year. Like a lot of fans do it every year. Pirates fans do it every year. I'm going to keep doing it. But it's getting to the point where it's like, I'm not going to be as extreme on it, where I'm really thinking about these possibilities. I'm really thinking about what could go right. How could this come together this year? How could they, you know, w- what needs to happen for this team to win? They just need to win. Like, until you prove and show us that you can win consistently, why should Twins fans expect that they will? You know, and this is two years in a row now, uh, within that five win range of 73 to 77 wins. And it could always be worse. It could always be worse. But what I'll stress here, this division was terrible this year. To finish with 77 or 78 wins in the 2022 American League Central, and credit to Cleveland, they've had an excellent September. They've played their best baseball of the year. They've been one of the best teams in baseball over the last month plus. For much of the year, five out of six months, this was a very winnable division with two teams that were garbage all year, and you win 77 or 78 games. That's not going to cut it. You look at the worst teams in baseball, you know, Pittsburgh or the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are in the NL West. Could you imagine if the Twins were in the NL West this year? They would be down there with the D-backs. Could you imagine if the Twins were in the AL East they would be in the pits. They would. They have a worse record than the Orioles now in the American League Central. They would be in the pits of that division with three playoff teams coming out of there. Like that's seventy-seven, seventy-eight 78 wins. Might as well be 65. You know, that might as well be 65 because if you're in any other division, it's 65. It's disgraceful. It was very similar last year. I mean, it was even worse in some ways. Chicago was good but they really benefited from a terrible division below them. They got no push from the Twins, barely any push from Cleveland. It was about 500 and Detroit and Kansas City sucked again. You know, Detroit was better in the second half, but man, 73 wins last year, 77 or 78 wins this year, it's it's unacceptable. It's it is unacceptable and you know that doesn't preclude me from this offseason Trying to find ways again. I'm gonna to try to look for ways and talk about the offseason and break down their needs and break down who's out there. Because I mean, what else can you do? What else can you do? It, it's um, it's been a really frustrating second half. It would have been, it would have been better. It would have been better. I don't want to hear that it wouldn't It doesn't matter. These, it, it would have been better in these meaningless games if the Twins would have won anyway. It would have been better. But they didn't. They lose series to the Tigers and the Angels. They get embarrassed by the White Sox. For those of us who who have stuck around, like to watch, man, has it been ugly? It's been ugly, and I'm here to tell you about it being ugly. It's ugly. It really is. Thanks so much for making Locked Twins your first listen tonight. It's our last post game tonight. Tomorrow will be our last uh, day post game after the three o'clock. So I guess it'll be night. I'm trying to get you know sentimental early. I will be. After the finale, it'll be our last post game. Uh, we'll start looking ahead to the offseason off season coverage. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today. Now, make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Follow the number one daily league wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day and go twins.